Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. The mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's be seated in heavenly places. Praise the Lord. We thank the Father for today, for what he has done. We thank God. We thank him. We bless his name. We give him the glory. We give him the praise. We give him the honor. Today we want to look at something really important even though it's going to be um, a short message but i want us to look at something really important today we are looking at why do we come to church why do we come to church why do we meet to fellowship because a lot of people their understanding of going to church is where the problem lies A lot of people go to church because they are looking for something. They are looking for something. They, they are looking for something for their business. They are looking for marriage. They are looking for this. They are looking for that. And that is why a lot of people hop from church to church. Because they don't know why we even go to church. Because if you know why we are in church, you know we are moving from place to place. Unless the spirit of God tells you that go here or do that. So we don't spend a lot of time in the word, in church, because we don't know why we are in church. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter number 4. Ephesians chapter number 4, and I read from verse number 11, it says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head christ from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies 
according to the effect effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love amen so important i'm going to touch on the verse 16 later but i want to start looking up from verse number 11 it says the church now the greek word that has been translated church is the greek word ecclesia ecclesia e-k-k-l-e-s-i-a ecclesia e-k-k-l e-s-i-a now ecclesia means called out ones when we gather like this see god called us out of the world out of darkness and then he gathered us so the church are people who have been called out of the world and god has gathered us put us together and we meet to fellowship now he's saying that the reason we meet to fellowship in the verse 11 the verse 12 is for the equipping of the saint for the work of ministry come to church one important thing that we do is to equip the, the people now the word equip there you might think okay as an equipment but what the equip means is that to furnish like when you are furnishing your room if you don't have something you don't have television you go and buy television if you don't have furniture you go and buy furniture that is the word equip furnish in other words when we come together and you hear the apostle pastor whoever is teaching what we are doing is that we are furnishing you something that is necessary for the work of ministry so what is ministry to serve ministry means to serve so every word you come to church that you hear is for the purpose of serving and not just for the purpose of serving it is for you to also leave right i started a series on twitter um called the gospel of eternal life all right it's going to flow like that uh, it will also come to church as the holy spirit directs because a lot of people don't know that we are born again to live you see i keep on saying this and i've said this several times i said if you are born again even for six months and still your old attitude is still revealing itself then you must well check yourself praise the lord i keep on saying me i stand here i know how i used to be and i know what i am today you must you must be able to tell yourself oh i used to be like this but now i'm no more that is when you know that okay there's what transformation so when we come to church we are coming to church to be fed the word needed to equip us to be transformed and to what do the work of ministry so it is church that must mold you it is church that must more or less nurture you not your parents not anybody out there because we have been called out of the world and god has brought us together as the church and because of that it is in the church that you can be nurtured to have the right attitude and behavior 
that manifest the glory of God. If we don't have the right attitude and behavior that represents the glory of God, then there's a problem. So we have been called out. And he said that, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Today people come to church, you don't even believe what the pastor is teaching them, but they are in church. So what are you doing here if you don't believe what is coming? And those are the people who, you know, they go to church looking for something. But the reason you come to church is so that you'll be equipped to be built up. To be molded. To be nurtured. So that you can live as a genuine child of God. Say so for the edifying of the body, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine. Now that's what is happening. A lot of people, they go to church, they'll hear their man of God teach, or their woman of God teach, a word that God has given to them, for them. They will leave church, they will go and hear other persons say something, something, somewhere. Then they leave what their pastor has taught them, and they go and follow what somebody who is not their pastor is saying. The reality is that anyone who is not your pastor cannot give account on your head. And before God, God is going to ask you, why when I gave my servant the word to give to you as your pastor, you didn't what, listen to him and you are listening to other people. And that is what a lot of Christians don't know. You find somebody is going to a particular church and has a pastor, rather believes in what another pastor is saying more than his pastor. Stop that church and go to that church. It's as simple as that. But the more you sit in this church and you don't believe what the pastor is saying, and you believe another pastor more than your pastor, you are rebelling. Now, apart from giving the word rebelling, you will be in disobedience and unbelief. And if you don't believe anything that the man of God is saying, you are wasting your time. You are just occupying a space. So go to where, where you hear the word, you believe. And then something will happen in you. So, so I, like, I like this church because of how you know, they do their things. I like their song. I like the way there are a lot of women there. Beautiful girls are there. That's why I go here. But you don't believe in the word that is coming from there. So you see, the purpose of going to church is missed. But he says, we come to church until we become what? We came the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. God wants us to, not just to be like at our level. The level God wants you and I to get to is that level that Christ, that fullness. Praise the Lord. This is a, you see, this is when you come to church, it is a place where you are educated, you are trained. So when you come to church and you are hearing a message, it's not because, oh, uh, oh uh, apostle is just teaching or is just preaching. No. It is a word that is in for your what? Your upbringing and your transformation. Praise the Lord. Are you here? I said that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men. Let me tell you, there are people out there who are what? They are trickery. There are some people they are there. They don't want you to know the truth. A lot of people don't want people to know the truth. They pretend, you see the devil, what he did to um, 
Adam and Eve. It, they thought he was telling them the truth. Ah, you'll be like God. You know good from evil. So eat it. After, he, after they ate it, did they become like God? No. Look at what happened to them. Rather, they sinned, they fell, and they ended up hiding from God instead of running to God. So you come to church because I'm going to church because I need something from God that will transform me. And when you believe the word you hear, you will see that your attitude, your behavior, the way you think, it will automatically change. Now, if I see someone who has been in church for even six months and nothing has changed, I realize that the person is just a, an attendant. <laughs> nothing. No. Amen. Now, I love the verse number 16. It said, From whom the whole body join and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth so what what is that how are you going to see growth is when everybody does its share that's what it says every part you know you don't go to church and then when it's time for evangelism you stay away Yet, you'll be saying the church is not growing. What have you done? How many souls have you preached to? How many people have you invited to church? Before you, before you, you make any complaint, ask yourself first, what have I done? You don't have the right to be complaining when you have not done anything. Even complaining, the Bible says, is, is wrong. It's to do everything without complaining. Yet, you find people, they find complaining a convenience or a convenient tool to exploit. It says when every part does its share, it causes growth of the body. Growth. Everybody must, must do If I come and, and bring the word, I'm not playing my part. How can you grow if you don't hear the word? You two sitting down there, after you have come to church and you have heard the word, when you go out there, you preach. You talk to people about Christ. You don't go out there and then you go and call your friends and you'll be Talking about soccer bet. You'll be, you be arguing. You talk about, so when you are supposed to be leading your friends to Christ, you are rather leading them to bet. Something that will take them to hell. You think betting is good, eh? <laughs> uh, the way now the youth has, they have entered into bet. And they are betting. And they think they have a, a smart way of making money. They don't know. They don't know. If, see, if betting is good, even those companies, when they're advertising, what did they tell you? It's a bet responsibly. They even warn you. <laughs> they warn. It's like those who are sm those smoke. They say cigarette is harmful. Yet, if it is good, will they warn you before they, they tell you to buy? If it is good, they'll tell you, oh, everybody, come and do it. It's good, it's good, it's good. But they are warning you. Betting can be what? Addictive. Be responsible for what? They are warning you. Telling you. But yet, people see the warning. Eh, man, human beings, Charlie, I'll go. Praise the Lord. Ask anybody, are you doing your share? Every part does its share, causes growth. Let me tell you, this church, we're going to grow all of you and all of us. 
You must you must see that God is here. No, not that some people they are even shy to tell their friends, Oh, let's let's go let me invite you into church. Why will you be shy to bring someone to this church? Do you know where the churches that you admire, do you know where they started from? Some even started on the raw ground. It was not even cemented. It was sitting on the sand and on some makeshift um, thing. You cry, you have proper canopy over your head. You are even sitting on the carpet. <laughs> and you are not proud of what we are. No, 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 no. Everybody must do his share. So when you come to church and the word is coming, we are teaching on the subject, why do we come to church? When you come to church and the word is coming, when we all receive it and we believe, we go and then we begin to what? Share the good news. Praise the Lord. Romans 12. Look at what Romans 12 says. We, we, we know it already, but in teaching, repetition is good. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present. Where do you present your bodies? Before the Lord. A living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reward service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So if you don't transform, or if you have not been transformed for six months, one year since you got born again, this is the answer for you. You have never renewed your mind. Before you met Jesus Christ, you didn't have any problem sleeping with you know, people's husbands. Now you are again. Thank God. You have been saved. That one too, after that, you are still even doing it more. Ah, there's a problem. Then check your salvation well. Because the moment you renew your mind, you will definitely be transformed. You will be changed. Transformation begins in the mind. Write it down. Transformation begins in the mind. Transformation begins in the mind. Uh, if you like, bring a typical villager to the city. Okay? If that villager wants to still be a villager in the city, he or she will do it. Because the mind, the mind, the mind. Imagine you bring a villager to church and the, uh, to the city and then say, oh, as for me, yeah, I don't like wearing um, top when I wake up. That's how I've been from the village. Now you're in the city. If your mind doesn't change, you'll be walking out there in uh, Makola with no top, with no slippers, because they walk in the village like that. How many farms will you find in the city? You don't find many farms in the city now. Tell me, I'm a farmer. You wake up in the morning, I'm going to the farm. Where is the farm? In the city. You have to renew your mind. That now I'm no longer in the village. I'm now watching in the city. So I must start doing what we do in the city. In the city, people often don't go to the farm. They find some work to do. So let me find some work to do. I get what I'm saying. Yes. So a lot of people are not transformed. They have not changed. Like, you know, right? Transformation. A butterfly is a perfect example. Metamorpho. That's the Greek word. How can you change from a worm into a butterfly? The bridge is the mind. If your character is not good, it's because you have not renewed your mind. There are some people who don't see that me, me, Charlie, the attitude. They, a lot of people, the Bible says we should self-examine ourselves. A lot of people can't do that. They can't sit down and say, look themselves in the mirror and say, okay, me, Charlie, this thing, I must stop. I must stop. Uh, they don't, can't do it. 
So when you come to church and then the word is coming, what is happening is that God is giving you the accoutrement that will help you have a change of mind as you renew. The word renew is that you are always refreshing yourself to the newness of the message that you have. And as you have the new mind according to the new message, oh, you'll be transformed. Are you here with me, somebody? Yeah, you'll be, you'll be changed. Someone will say, uh, something has changed about Yes, you are changed. Because of the way you are now thinking. The moment you stop thinking like that, you will change to whatever state your mind is. I get what I'm saying. If somebody doesn't want to buy a shoe of worth $2,000, it's the state of the person's mind. The moment your mind changes to the fact that oh, I can purchase a shoe worth $2,000, you go and buy it. You see, you are only insulting people who have bought those things because your mind is not like them. <laughs> let's, let's say tomorrow your mind changes that me I can also buy a shoe worth 2000 Maybe you buy 10 shoes worth $20,000. Because now you are you, you think in your mind that I can afford it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So you see that oftentimes people argue about things. One, they don't understand. Two, they don't have in their mind. That is why people argue. You say, oh, why are you doing this? You could have used this to do this. You could have used that to do that. Wait. Renew your mind. Tell anybody, renew your mind. Praise the Lord. So, we come to church to be transformed. We come to church to be equipped. And we come to church to fellowship. I get in it. Fellowship is where, you know, we flow. We, we exchange the glory that is in us. We interact. You don't come to church and then you are in isolation. As soon as we close... You just pick your bag. Away, you are going. I came alone. I'm living alone. No. That's not why we come to church. Come to church to interact. To fellowship. Okay? To love. So I'm not coming to church because I don't have a purpose. Not because, oh, I, it is this denomination that I go to. No, 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 no. Oh, no, there are some people that say me, I will never go to uh, another church apart from Pentecost, so apart from Roman Catholic, I will not go to another place. You see, you are being denominational. The word denomination means division. Division. And the Bible warns us against division. He said, Is Christ divided? First Corinthians chapter 3. He said, Is Christ divided? He said, Don't be divided. Denomination is the reason there's no unity in the body of Christ in the world. I'm telling you the truth today. I see it every day on Twitter. So there are some Twitter spaces I don't go again. Why? Because the, the seven-day Adventists will come and tell you it's only Saturday that is the perfect day to worship God. <laughs> if, you don't, you take a, if, if you don't worship God on the Saturday Sabbath, you are disobedient to God. And they are pushing this ideology I don't mean say a doctrine. I don't mean say a revelation. It's an idea. It's someone's idea. 
When you read John 4, Jesus spoke to the woman at the well. The woman said, oh, you said that it is in Jerusalem that we have to go and that is the only place we can go and pray to God. So I have to go to Jerusalem. Jesus looked at her and said, you know what? The time is coming and even now is the time that you don't have to go to Jerusalem. You don't have to go there. Today, if you tell, yesterday, I was on a Twitter space up from the afternoon to the evening and you see, a lot of people, they have held on to teachings that when I hear them, my heart, I feel so sad for them. When we stand here teaching, Master, it's been years of subjecting ourselves to the Holy Spirit. I didn't want to teach or say anything before God's people out of my own mind. And I will never do that by the grace of God. You know, some, about somewhere two months ago, it was a heated, heated topic on Twitter, for example. Where a lot of people, pastors and some so-called preachers, they said, a woman cannot pastor, a woman cannot teach, a woman cannot preach the gospel. I was like, ah, where is that coming from? I asked one buddy, I asked someone, I said, do you know that when you are spelling woman, you find man in there? Uh, you find man in there. And do you know that when you are spelling female, you find male there? That's what tell you that the male and the female, we are the same thing. No? We are the same. Just that God just changed the dy- dynamics of the, the female and give them breast and give them something that can help in procreation. Simple. But the male and the female, we are the same thing. We are not different. The beginning, the woman came from the man. At the end, the man comes from the woman. <laughs> that should tell you that was a God just balanced the equation. He balanced it. If God made the first man and he said, No, he took the woman from the rape and said, Okay, now I have given separations of power and responsibility. The woman has come out from your this male figure. I have molded it so that you have someone that looks exactly like you, the same thing. From today, when they are giving birth, now it will come. So the male should give the seed to the woman, then the woman will produce the thing. Simple. So what is the difference between a man and a woman? Nothing. I say, hey, a man, a woman cannot teach a man. I say, ah. So if you are dying and God, God sends a woman to come and give you a prophetic word, will you say because she's a woman, you will not take it? Then go on and die. You see your foolishness. I've been already in your Bible that even God spoke through a donkey. So if God chooses a donkey to be a pastor, won't you listen to that donkey? Why are people so argumentative of things they don't understand? A lady came into my inbox and said, I said, Apostle, please help me. Ma. I am down. When I started hearing this thing that I cannot preach. It has disturbed me. I said, oh, I said, my dear, don't remind them. I wrote a long thesis with scriptures. Give her point by point. See? They are being tossed to and fro. Eh? Like the waves. Please. When you come to church, this is where the word builds you. And also when you come to church, you pay attention. Because this is opportunity for sure to be transformed. Amen. When you go out there, you are going to meet challenges that will require what you have heard in church. Amen. 
when you go out there you're going to meet challenges that will require how you have renewed your mind to the truth you have heard this morning when i woke up the lord was telling me something he said you see you see the bible says that the spirit of god will lead us into all truth do you know what truth is truth is not fact truth is reality truth it is the reality is the real thing so for example if someone is sick okay and then jesus heals the person jesus is the truth that is telling you that sickness is a lie that's not what that's not the real thing from god that is why god will not heal you and give you the real thing the real thing from god is for you to be healthy but the devil is lying to you and has put a lie on you and then you think that that sickness is the truth that's not the truth that's not the reality the reality the real thing from god is that you are healthy so god will come to someone who is sick and said in the name of jesus be healed what does he mean say lie get away truth come that is the health that replaces the sickness and the disease so when you come to church you come to encounter the truth who is christ and the father you don't believe the words of people over the word of god you have received amen we're going to have a long intensive teaching on eternal life so that you understand why because that is where the problem is the problem that a lot of christians they have is that they don't know why they got saved in the first place hey, if you like sample 10 people if like go and do it on your own try it sample 10 people ask them randomly are you a christian okay yes why were you saved what is your understanding of salvation you will see what they will tell you please do it because a lot of christians think that they got born again so that they will just go to heaven and not go to hell And people don't even understand the difference between hell and the lake of fire. They don't know the difference. Hell is darkness. Hell is darkness. When you are walking in darkness, that is hell. So people are walking in hell, even on earth. When that sickness is biting that person, and you don't have any solution for that, that is hell. That is darkness that you are going through. That is hell. But the lake of fire is a real deal. That is where, when you get inside, you are done forever. The Bible says, those who go in there, you know, people will not be cast into the lake of fire dead. No way. You will not be cast in the dead. Everybody who will be in the lake of fire, they will be wide awake and will go through the pain of disregarding Jesus on earth. The earth is where the playing field is. If you would live forever with the, with the father or you live forever with the enemy, this is the decision place. And that's why you and I, you have to play your part. We read Ephesians 4.16. As you play your part, it will cause growth. It will cause growth. What are you doing for God? How many people are you preaching to? Please, this is why we come to church. We just don't come to church to listen. 
hey, I need a visa. Please pray for me so I can get a visa. Uh, you got a visa. Would a visa take you to heaven? The things that we are looking for, that's not what God wants us to spend our time. See, Matthew 6, 33, what does it say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things shall be added to you. So the secret to have everything in life is to do what? To seek God first. If I do for God, everything that I need, he will give me. Praise the Lord. Yeah. My mother was telling me about my, my cousin whose daughter is now in the UK doing masters. And now my cousin, she's a strong giver. She gives. She even takes people's children and takes care of them. If she realizes that you, you are not taking care of your children very well, she'll come and take them and she'll take care of them. That's what my, my cousin, she does. Even up to today, when people are complaining that Ghana is something, something. She's still doing it. Yesterday, my mother was telling me that. The daughter that's in the UK studying, she didn't pay a cent. They said, God connected the daughter to some white woman, be an American white woman. You see, what she's doing for people, God connected an American white woman to the daughter. And it is that woman that has paid for everything for that daughter and is taking care of the daughter. You get all that you complain. My food, my stomach, my children. You don't think about other people. See, that is why when you wake up in the morning, you are struggling how to get things for yourself. If you think about others, God will connect people to you. May that be your story in Jesus' name. So when you come to church, church is the place where we mold you. You don't say, I am... Listen, I was on space yesterday. A woman that is 63 years. She said she has been a Christian for about 40 years. 40 good years she has been a Christian. And since she was believing until yesterday, I thought that when Adam died in the garden, they died spiritually. 40 good years. Believing in that lie. 40 years. So it's not how old you are or how long you have been in the church. Uh, so, uh, I, I, I am when you got born again somebody you can be 50 years 100 years if you got born again today you're a baby in Christ don't use your age to talk in Christ I get what I'm saying everybody who just got born again in Christ you're a baby and you must be nurtured see a tito that's what you come to church for. So that you can have a godly character. How can people be in church and they'll be talking bad about their pastor behind him? There's a problem somewhere. Or they'll be talking bad about their fellow church member in the same church behind them. It's a bad thing. The Bible says that if someone has done something you don't like, what do you do? You go to the person and you talk to the person. That's the right thing. When I was going to um, a life chapel, several times, people would come to me that they, oh, you have a prophet have done, I say, hey, please, I'm not interested in this conversation. If prophet have done, A, B, I say, pray for him. 
if you can't go and tell him, pray for him. A hundred times it came, hundred times I shut down that conversation. How can you, a church member, you talk bad about the pastor, talk bad about his wife, talk bad about his children, talk bad about the way he's conducting the church, and then you come and sit down and shout amen, praise the Lord. You are a hypocrite. Praise the Lord. If anybody comes to you want to talk by say no, I'm not interested. Pray for apostle. If you have anything, pray for him. That's all that you can do. Finish. Or people don't know what they are playing with. They don't know the that the, don't think that that's what you the idea. Why there no information minister? You everything you you know, you know. You be there and carry people's burden on your head. We come to church to raise you so that you can become like Christ. Say, Father, help me become like Christ. Say it to us. Say, Father, help me become like Christ. Yeah. And who was it? Jesus. He pleased God. He said, I don't say anything until I hear my father say it. I don't do anything until I see my father doing it. Are you getting it? We just don't talk. We just don't do. Let's do the things the father is doing. Let's say the thing the father is saying. Praise the Lord. So when you come to church, you pay attention. It's not church that you be removing your ear buds in church. You won't be there. I know you in a sumo, sorry them. Some of you be chewing your nose in church. Some of you here yeah, you be picking your nose. You are in church, you'll be picking your nose. Pay attention. Because your life and your work in this world depends on what you are hearing. I get what I'm saying. Because if you don't understand what will happen to you, the devil will come and steal the word from you. And when the devil steals the word from your heart, you cannot bear fruit. You need the word to bear fruit. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor you need the word to bear fruit. You need the word to bear fruit. Shall be on our feet. Amen. We're going to pray. You know yourself. You know where you are having your challenges. You're going to pray and ask the Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, by this word that I've heard, mold me, transform me. Help me move in the direction of your word and your spirit. That I'll not be tossed to and fro from today. And that your word will change me like never before. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.